Are you ready to build a business with consistent income and have time left to spend with your family? In Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the strategies to create exactly what you want in your business and in your life. Now, here's your host, Kathleen Reeson. Welcome to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we have such a fun show planned today. We are actually going to talk all about business questions. And guys, if you have any, be sure to call in. You can call in at 815-880-8255 in the U.S. You can hop on even into the chat room and you can ask questions live. And I went ahead and I asked ahead of time. So I went out to a whole bunch of people, okay, a whole bunch of entrepreneurs, not just anyone, a whole bunch of entrepreneurs. And I said, what's your biggest challenge right now with your business? What's your biggest challenge? And so you guys, they came up with all kinds of challenges, which were awesome because that created opportunities for us to break through. And I saw a pattern, a pattern of three challenges came up over and over and over again. And when I thought back to growing my businesses to their first six figures, I faced these same challenges. And so I, just, I think we're on to something. I think there's some big challenges here. So if you guys have questions, submit in the chat room or call in. And we're going to go through these challenges too, okay? So let's get started. I'm actually going to tell you the first challenge right now, okay? The first one is, has to do with confidence, all right? Has to do with confidence. It's, we believe the market is already saturated. So when we look around, let's say we have this idea, we know where we're headed with our business, and everywhere we look, we see people that are already doing what we want to do, and we think they must know more than me. They must know more than me. And so we get into imposter syndrome, which is, I can't do it. I'm a fake. I'm a fraud. Have you ever heard those words? I'm a fake. I'm a fraud. I can't do it. Those are the, this is all a mindset. Okay. And so what we get to create is to break through that. We get to break through that. And so if this is you, this is how you're going to know this. Okay. It'll look like, it's not necessarily going to show itself as I don't have confidence. Because as entrepreneurs, we ought to have some level of confidence because we are the drivers. We're moving forward. We're in creation. Okay, so here's what it looks like. It looks like I have an idea and I bring it to market and I get super excited about it and I tell everybody that I'm launching this big program or service. And then I see that the market has already got that. And so then I shift it a little bit. And then I say, hey, guys, I mean, that was fun and all, but what I'm really offering is this. Okay, and then, and then it goes by, and it get a lukewarm reaction to the market. So let's say we're going to have a program, and we wanted 50 people in it, and we get 10, and we say, oh, it's because the market's saturated. So then we shift a little bit more, and we say, hey, guys, this is what I'm offering. And we just keep shifting. And then when we go back and we say, hey, guys, guess what I'm up to? People have no idea. It's like we've been on the Tilt-A-Whirl. Do you guys know what Tilt-A-Whirl is? Like a merry-go-round at an amusement park. And they just they don't know where you're at. Their heads are spinning because you were here, then you were here, now you were here. Now, they might just be slight tweaks, but what people hear is, oh, my gosh, she just keeps moving. She just keeps moving. And so we think we're not, atta- we're not grounded in our business, and so our, our offering shifts a little bit, and people can't keep up with us. So instead of being rooted and saying, this is what I'm creating, this is my offering to the world, and it's not about what anybody else is doing because I'm creating 
from what I get to create, my magic in the world, when we're in that place, people can be attracted to that. And then they can buy, then they've got their credit card out and they're saying, where do I swipe it? That's our goal. We want the credit cards out saying, where do I swipe it? And whether you're B2C, so business to consumer, or you're B2B, business to business, this is really valuable because people want to know, where do I swipe the credit card? Most of the time, when people come to you, they have their credit card out, but we inadvertently ask them to put it away about 50 times. Oh, no, no, put it away. We're not ready to buy. And it's not them. It's us. It's us. So when we believe that the market's saturated and everyone else is already doing it, and they must know more than me, then I shift my message. So how do we actually stay true to our message? I'm going to share with you when I first started, when I first decided to go into business. So here's where I was at, guys. I'm six months pregnant, like huge. I can say this because it's me. I felt like I looked like a whale, right? So I'm, I'm huge. I have a baby in my belly. And I tell people I'm starting a business. And I was, I, I had a background in advertising and accounting. And so I've shared this with you guys in, in earlier podcasts. I have a background in advertising and accounting. I worked for the big four in accounting. So I have this big accounting background. But I knew I wanted to run a business. Advertising seemed like a pretty simple business structure. So I went into an advertising agency and I worked for a few years. And I said, this is it. I'm going to start an agency. So I get out. I, I quit my job. My husband says, you're crazy. We're going to have this baby. And I said, if I don't do it now, I'm probably never going to do it. So I take the leap of faith. I jump off and I start this business. And then I say, I'm going to, I'm creating this advertising agency. And I look around and guys, there are advertising agencies everywhere I look. I swear where I live, there's advertise, there's more advertising agencies per capita than anywhere else. And I'm sitting here saying, I'm going to create an advertising agency. But these other agencies, they've been around for 30, 40, 50, 60 years. What do I know? I was on the board of the American. I wasn't, even, I wasn't just on the board. I was the president of the board of the American Advertising Federation. I knew my stuff, but I told myself I didn't. And I looked at all these agencies, and they were really, really great at what they did. And so I'll tell you what I did. At the time, I, I told myself, I fell right into this. The market is saturated. Everyone else is already doing it. And they know more than me. So I said, what is my skill? What am I really good at? And I realized I had this background as an accountant. So I would go in and I would, I would talk with the agency owners and say, hey, now I knew I wanted to create an agency, but, but at that point, I really just wanted to learn more. So I said, how about I support you in understanding your, your financials and your cash flow management and really understanding your big picture of your agency. And so they welcomed me in, paid me money to do this. And I got to understand how they were really working and why their clients were their clients and where they played. And what I realized was that they all played, every one of them was going after these huge companies, which left a giant opening in the small to, to medium-sized realm, the small to medium-sized business. Nobody was serving them because they were all fighting for these larger companies. So these, these big agencies that intimidated me that I said, wow, the market's saturated and everyone else is already doing it and they know more than me. Well, they were all aimed at these big companies and nobody was aiming at the small to medium-sized businesses. So what I really understood this, I just said, okay, now I'm going to shift my services 
and ground them in the advertising agency that I always saw possible. And I'm going to ground them there. And when I did that, guess what? They're like, well, what's going on in this small to medium size? And they were following me. And so I went to these small to medium sized business owners. And I said, well, what do you want? What do you need? What's, what's, what would support you in this realm? And they said, well, we don't really, the, at the size that they were at, we don't have a marketing department. I said, great. We'll become your outsourced marketing department. And when we started, we were more tactical doing. And as we grew, as the agency grew, and as I became a stronger business strategist and marketing strategist, we became market strategists. Okay, so we were outsourced marketing department. And it was beautiful. But I never would have known that that niche was available had I not moved forward in that space of just saying, okay, well, there's something here. So instead of competing against all of these guys, how do I get them to pay me money to support them? So we just shifted the game. Okay, if they're all, if there's a lot of them out there and they all want to be, they are where I believe I want to be, how do I shift so that they're actually paying me money instead of being competitors to me? And it was brilliant at the time. I didn't realize it, but it's a brilliant way to shift the model. And so I got them to pay me. And then I got an open access to what they were doing, which really created an opportunity for me to see where we got to go next. Okay, so let's apply this to your business. Let's apply this to your business. When you look around and if you say the market's saturated, everyone else is already doing it and it knows more than me. That's one area where you want to get to is where I'm the leader in this category. And right now, that category may not exist. It may not. You may get to create it, which is a super fun space. But let me tell you about being in a space that doesn't exist right now. People will say, here's the magic words, you're crazy. It's not possible. You'll hear that all the time because guess what? It is crazy, but it also is possible. Okay, Driving into a market, creating a new market, that is crazy. People don't do that, but you can. I've done it. You can do it. And so, yes, to the average person, it's crazy. And this comes down to where, where we want to put our, our power and our promise and our, our confidence. And so I'm, I choose, and this is, guys, this is a choice because I really had to dig in here. I choose to put my confidence in myself versus something outside because I know that going into new markets, creating Creating businesses and creating ideas that turn into money that are going to serve other people, that requires a level of confidence that you can't get from outside. It has to be in yourself. And so when you see a market that appears saturated, awesome. First step, congratulate yourself because you found a market that's saturated. Cool. Something is working there because it's saturated. If everyone's already doing it, awesome. Okay, so instead of getting frustrated, which is a place I could easily go to, instead of getting frustrated, we can celebrate that there's something that's working. There's something that's working in this industry if a lot of people are going that way. Like right now in the space of, let's just take a B2C space, life coaching. All right, life coaching is like rampant right now. And coaching as a whole is like the wild, wild west of the business world. Okay, so there's, there are some credentials that you can get, but what do those credentials mean? There are... Uh, some schools that you can go to, there's psychology background, there's all kinds of different, different things that could make credentials, right? But credibility and credentials, the, 
they oftentimes, they can go hand in hand and they don't always. So when people ask me, well, Kathleen, you're a business coach. And I say, yes, uh-huh. And they say, well, what, what makes you credible? I said, well, first and foremost, I've run businesses for 12 years. Okay, so that's number one. If you're looking for somebody, if you want to hire somebody, make sure that they've, they've created in a space or they've created into a new space. Okay, but what's most important, aside from me having a CPA license or having run seven businesses or having started businesses from scratch or having sold businesses or blah, 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 I could go on and on and on. What's most important is that I see crowded spaces and the gift is seeing what is working and applying that to a new space and creating from that space, creating a new market so that the people that were in the old market are now looking to me to say, huh, I didn't see that market before and now I'm going there. Okay, that's the beauty of when we have confidence, we're not chasing down other people, they're chasing us. So we get to learn from them, we get to understand what's working, and then we get to apply it to an entirely new space. Now, there's this guy, I, I'm totally going to butcher this because it's just coming to my head, but he wrote a book on the blue ocean. Okay, so maybe you've heard of this, Google it. And he talks about how the space where everything is saturated, we get to learn from that, but then we go to get to go create our other ocean, and he, I think it's called Red Ocean. Guys, I'm totally butchering this quote. But the whole point being, we look and see market saturation, we see competitors, we can easily get into comparison, and then we get to go create a space for ourselves, and we play there. Now, most people hang out in that first space, okay? They hang out in the place that's saturated, and they say, I'll just, I'll just get a little piece of this. Great. And that's fine, because you could create a little piece for yourself, and, and that's enough. And the trick to business is when you apply that knowledge of what's working in that business, that's that, that industry, and you go apply it then into a new segment and you launch in that space, that's when you see success. That's when you see businesses that go from these, they come, come out of nowhere, right? Like, where did that come from? I didn't even know this industry existed. Like, homeschooling space right now, we always knew homeschooling was there, but it is blowing up right now is blowing up because people took what worked in the online space, not the school space. They're taking what's working in the online space and they're applying it to schooling right now and it is blowing up. And that industry, they're going to ride that out. That industry may grow for years. It may only grow for one year until we're past the pandemic. Who knows? But what they're doing is following this exact same tactic. And what it is, go look in the crowded spaces. So when we say, I believe the market's saturated, everyone else is always doing it and they know more than me, just look at what they're doing that's working and we apply it to a new space. All right, guys, that is challenge number one that we see. We are going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, we'll go tackle another challenge. We'll look at challenge number two that we heard from a bunch of entrepreneurs of what was stopping them. All right, guys, you are listening to Kathleen Reeson on Profit Launch. We're here at Inspired Choices Network. Enjoy this break. We'll talk to you shortly. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. 
Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we're here on Inspired Choices Network. We are talking today about business questions. So any question that you have, I've asked a group of entrepreneurs and I said, what are your business challenges right now? So these are entrepreneurs that are in these the steps. They're growing to six figures. So they haven't hit six figures yet, but they're on their way. They're quickly approaching. So if you have a question, be sure to call in 815-880-8255 here in the US or 613-800-8736 in Canada, and you can ask your questions. So we are going to go with the question number two. We just talked earlier about believing the market's saturated and what to do. And now we've got a doozy of a challenge. And whoa, have I ever seen this one before. I've got all kinds of scenarios where I've seen this one. And it is we get started, but we don't believe we're worthy of the value that we want to charge. So we undercharge. Yes. So we get started in business. We are working. We are working really hard. And when somebody wants to buy, wants to buy, we undercharge. And guys, it doesn't matter if you're in the business to business space or you're in the business to consumer space. This is a common problem because what we charge isn't really about our profit margin, all that. It's about what we perceive our value is. Okay. Money is value. And so when we say, hey, I've got this awesome service and I'm going to offer it to you and I'm so excited about it. And then you think, oh, I'm going to charge. Let's just say, I'll give you a perfect example. When I ran that advertising agency I was just talking about, I would offer, oh, guys, (laughs) I would offer a marketing plan, okay? So here's what would happen. I'll just give you the, the whole example here. I would go in for the proposal. So this is business to business. I'll give you a business to consumer example too. But business to business. So I'm going in and I I talk with a client, with a prospect. And 
I get an idea of what they really want. I think, well, this is great. Our team, we can really, my agency was called Measure Intentions. We can serve them. I was so excited about it. And they would ask me questions about how is this going to work and how can we move forward? And <laughs> I would give it all to them because I would love serving them. And so then maybe we would write a proposal. And in the proposal, I would, I would basically create a marketing plan for them. So our team, we were, we were going through this marketing plan. And what I found was people weren't buying. They were saying, thanks, but the pain was gone. Because I gave them the solutions to the pain. So same thing would happen. So I'll switch what I'm, if I'm in the coaching space, for example. Let's say, let's say you call me. Let's say you call me up and you say, Kathleen, my gosh, I, I'm, I, I'm thinking about, I was thinking about you and I could really use some support. And let's just say I spent an hour on the phone and I coached with you. At the end of that hour, or the end of 10 minutes, however long it is, you are going to feel amazing. You're going to feel great. You're going to have broken through because that's what I am. I'm a breakthrough trader. And you're going to feel like, wow, the pain isn't there anymore because I see what's possible. Now, are you going to buy from me? Are you then going to buy from me? And the answer is no. Do you know why? People buy to get out of pain, not to get into pleasure. They buy to get out of pain, not to get into pleasure, which means that when I've coached you, you aren't in that pain. Now, I know, I know that as much as I, that I would love for you to move forward with, with what you just said, whatever your commitment was, I know that without accountability, most people, maybe not everybody, but most people aren't going to move forward. They're not going to move forward, which means that have, have I really served you? And I believe the answer is no, I've made you feel better, but I haven't actually served you. So a real big shift came for me in both of these scenarios. I learned that we don't coach on sales calls. We do not coach on sales calls. I do not give away. So in the case of my marketing firm, what I was doing in the, when I was in these prospect conversations or when I was writing the proposal and I was giving it all away, I realized most of them weren't ever going to do anything with that information. But they felt like because they had a roadmap, that was the answer to their journey. That roadmap was where they were going to get there. Well, guess what? If I hand you a map of the United States and I say, hey, we're going to go from L.A. to San Diego. It's going to be really fun. Here you can, take, you can have the car. And it's going to be this much gas. This is how long it's going to take you. Are you actually going to get behind the car and drive? Maybe. We haven't picked a date. We don't know what we're doing when we get there. Are we staying with friends? What are we doing? We don't know. We don't know. And because those pieces aren't in place, that road trip probably will never happen. Well, that's the exact same thing that was happening when I was coaching clients and when I was <laughs> giving away plans. And so, guys, here's what I learned. <laughs> and I'm laughing because it was like a light bulb going off. But, but hear me, I've had to learn this lesson in multiple iterations. So don't be like Kathleen. Learn it the first time and know <laughs> that you've got it. Okay, so here's the deal. We don't get to coach. We don't get to give away the roadmap. We get to ask the evoking questions, and we get to give away possibility. Okay, when we give away possibility, then people want the roadmap, and they're willing to pay for the roadmap. So if I say to you, let's back to that car trip from uh, L.A. to San Diego, and I said, what's it going to be like when you get to San Diego? 
What do you want to do in San Diego? What's that? What do you? What kind of? What kind of excitement can you create? What's the adventure you're going to create? Are you going to see friends? What's it going to look like? Well, all right. Well, I've got a roadmap. Would you like it? It's nine hundred ninety-nine dollars or whatever that is. Okay. Yeah, of course I want the roadmap. Now I'm willing to buy it. Now my credit card's out, and I want to hand it to you. But if I just give you the roadmap up front, there's no value to it. So same thing, I'm in these coaching conversations and instead of saying, here's what you get to do, which makes me a consultant because I'm teaching, I'm not evoking difference between coaching and consulting. So if I say, hey, what's it going to be like when you have whatever problems in front of them and I'm sitting there and I'm evoking that in them and now they realize that it's possible to get where they want to go, now they want the roadmap and guess what I'm selling? I'm selling the roadmap. So now they want it. So when I use a strategy in my marketing firm, I went, no joke, this will blow your mind because it blew my mind and it made my stomach hurt a little bit until I realized what was going on. I was giving away marketing plans, giving them away. Nobody was paying for them. I was so frustrated. And then I realized what was happening, that I was giving them away. And when I shifted this, I went those same plans that I was giving away People were willing to pay me, get this guys, hear this, people were willing to pay me fifteen to $50,000. People paid me fifteen dollars to $50,000, so $15,000 to $50,000 in that range. They were paying me for the exact same thing that I was giving away. It wasn't that I got smarter. It wasn't that I got better. It wasn't that I got, I, I went and got all this training and now all of a sudden people saw it. It was because I saw my value and I shifted how I showed up. I stopped selling on the calls. I stopped giving it away in the beginning thinking that if I don't give it away, people won't want to buy from me. So flip that around is I have to, Give my product away so that people will buy from me. And I'm telling you, if we do that, they still won't buy from us. So what we, what we create then is we, we give away the possibility of what they get to create. We, we create what's possible for them. So the belief that whatever they really want is possible, not from a manipulation perspective, but if what they want, they get to see possibility. Because, guys, this goes back to leadership distinctions that 100% is possible 100% of the time. So I tell you every, every episode that we have that leadership is ultimately the crux of, of everything, but really about business. So, guys, I just teach business. I teach leadership through business. That's why I, just, I love this space. And I'm telling you that when I shifted – from giving away the roadmap to creating the possibility of what that adventure is going to look like, people purchase from me. And this works in the B2B space and the B2C space. It works in every scenario because it's really about saying, well, where is it that you want to go? I wrote this entire, uh, I want to say white paper, that's a really old term, uh, lead magnet. Okay, so we've talked about lead magnets here on the show, but I wrote this lead magnet, which is really just a way to capture uh, people's, people's information so that I can then market to them. So you should absolutely have lead magnets in your business. And I wrote this one on eight steps to uh, turn a no or a, a turn from a maybe, it's called from maybe to yes. So eight steps to enrolling. 
right? You hear me talk about sales or enrolling. They're the same thing, except sales is like a dirty word. Sales is about me. Enrollment is about you. Okay. And so eight steps go from maybe to yes. And that really is about understanding what the journey is and stop coaching the sales call. And coaching is a big word, coaching, consulting, any of that. Just stop giving it away. And when we stop giving our offering away and we put a value to it, then other people see the value and then they want to buy it. Okay, then they want to buy it. So we understand what possibility looks like. Because remember, the key to this, and we talk about what I teach in Profit Launch Club, which is, that's my, my signature membership offering, and there's a Profit Launch course. We talk about the offering. Okay, whatever your offering is, however you're going to create money, really all that is is you put one hand out. Let's say take your left hand, okay, and just set it out, palm up, where your target audience is. Okay, that's in your left hand. Now, now go with your right hand, flip it over. Your palm is up. Your right hand is on the right side of your body. Left hand is on the left side of your body. Right hand's the right side of your body, palms are up. Left hand is where your target audience is. Right hand is where your target audience wants to be. Everything in between, if you're doing an arch, if you could see me, if that was an arch, if that is your offer. Okay, your offer is simply just where you want, where they are to where they want to be. So it doesn't matter if this is a corporation that wants to move to a certain place, wants to get more clients, wants to clean up their HR practices, or a consumer, life coaching, any of those, any of these practices, it's where your client or where your target audience is and where they want to be, your offer sits right in between. And when we understand that, we understand the beauty of that, and we guide people to the right hand where they want to be, they want that journey in between, and they want you to be their guide to get there. So no matter what your offering is, what kind of business you're in, you are the guide. You are the journeyman or journeywoman. That is your talent. All right, guys. So when you get started in business, you don't believe you're worthy of your value, so you undercharge. The biggest challenge, the biggest piece you get to overcome is look at how you're talking about your offering. Are you giving it away or are you opening up possibilities so that they can walk into it? We are going to go on a quick break. You're listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. We're going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, we'll talk about the third challenge that we see. All right, guys, have fun. I'll talk to you in just a second. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program.
Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we are on Inspired Choices Network. And today, we are talking all about business questions. And I asked a group of entrepreneurs, and I said, what are your biggest challenges? So these are entrepreneurs that haven't yet hit six figures. What are your biggest challenges? And guys, here's the secret. Here's the secret. It doesn't matter whether you're in five figures, two figures, no figures, six figures, seven figures, eight figures, whatever figure number you want to put, 30 million figures. Doesn't matter. 30 million figures. That's a pretty big number. Okay, It does not matter what level you're at in your business. You face the same challenges. So we talked about confidence as our first challenge. Really, that was what was underlying it. The market's saturated. Everyone else is already doing it and knows more than you. Okay, And that one is about understanding where the gap is, what, what we can learn from what's working and applying that to a new space and the confidence to go there, even though new spaces, people say, you're crazy because it's never been done, which has never stopped any of us. Okay. Number two, we get started, but we don't believe we're worthy of our values. So we undercharge. That's really about worthiness. And it's about how we shift our enrollment, how we shift, how we sell so that we are offering the possibility and not the roadmap. And when we do that, people pay us. And so this third one, oh, this one is what I see a lot of people and where they stop and where they stop, where they quit. So you haven't figured out how to go from five figures. So let's say you've created a business. You're at five figures. You've gotten somebody to buy from you. You've maybe gotten a few people, but now you want to go to six figure plus. So you want to go all the way up there. And once you get to six figure plus, we're talking about processes and systems and team building. So we're having a different conversation at six figure plus that we are now. Okay. And we're saying we haven't figured out how to grow six-figure plus. We haven't figured that out yet. And so I have two, two comments for this group. First one, welcome to entrepreneurship. A big hug and congratulations because this is the challenge that 99% of entrepreneurs face. When we're in that space of scaling up, we say, oh, now I got to figure this out because whatever required to get to five figures, now we got to go to the next level. And now we're at six figures, then we get to make another jump. And we're just constantly jumping as entrepreneurs. And some people say, well, aren't I ever satisfied? And this is really about satisfaction. And it's not. It's about growing your business and fulfilling your vision. Right? So how do we get from five figures to six figures? Well, guys, there's one thing that I see that's really between this, and it's the the second step in the five steps to growing your business. So in Profit Launch Club and the Profit Launch course that I run, we talk about the five steps to growing your business, okay, to get to a six-figure business. And the first step is vision. We get to be crystal clear on what our vision is. Now, can you get to five figures without being crystal clear on your vision? Yeah, possibly. I think you can. Now, step two, target audience. Can you get to six figures without being clear on your target audience? Maybe, but not sustainable. Step three, offering. Can you get to six figures without having a crystal clear offering? Maybe. You could jump around a lot. Step four, can you get to six figures without your enrollment or your sales skills? Yeah, I'd say here you get to really, you get to up that because somebody's got to sell it. So they're buying something from you. And so it's probably not luck when you're at six figures. That's got some strategy in it. And the, the fifth step is scale. Okay, so in all those steps, What's the one that I see that really stops people from five figures to six figures? It's the target audience. It's step number two. So if you want to perfect these steps, come play with us in Profit Launch Club. 
Go look at ProfitLaunchClub.com. Check it out. It's a good place to just go play and have fun and really study how you can apply these skills that we're talking about to your business. So what do you do when you realize you are from five-figure to six-figure plus, you want to go there when your target audience isn't nailed in? Maybe you don't know this yet. So let me give you an example. This one is not about a business I created, although (laughs) I've got lots of examples. One of my favorite brands, and, and it's in theory. I actually haven't even been to this hotel, but I'm going to go there. There is a hotel called the Magic Castle Hotel. Maybe some of you have heard of it. Uh, it's a hotel, and it is between, it's actually a motel, it's between uh, Disneyland and Anaheim, or Disneyland's in Anaheim, and Universal Studios. Okay, so it's, it's in the L.A. area, Southern California area. And this Magic Castle Hotel is yellow, like canary yellow. So really from the outside, it's not that appealing. But from the inside, they have created their niche. They know who they serve. And here's the cool thing. Let me tell you about this hotel. Now, I have been to the Southern Cal area many, many, many times, and I've never stayed at this hotel. But my kids have asked me so many times to go stay at the hotel. But my husband and I, we don't want to stay there. Or if I go by myself for business, I don't want to stay there. But guys, guess what? My kids love it. And here's why. Here's why. Because they have a Popsicle hotline. No joke. No matter where you are in this hotel, there's a red phone, like an emergency line. You pick it up, and it directly connects you with the Popsicle hotline and you can order whatever color popsicle you want and they bring it to you on a silver tray like a butler with gloves and the black outfit all that like the penguin suit brings you a popsicle on a silver tray and people like the kids love it and there's all the candy bars you could want and all the stuffed animals they have a stuffed animal hotline and it's a little different like a menu you can order it like i want this stuffed animal today and then i don't know if they wash it or what they do but anyway they have a stuffed animal hotline and a candy bar hotline And this hotel has figured out that the average family would utilize, I don't know, how many popsicles and how many candy bars. Let's say three. Okay, So so the first thing I think of is, oh, my gosh, how can I stock so many? Well, the reality is the average family, they they can track that pretty well. So they don't actually have to have that much inventory. It's not actually costing them that much money. It's all a marketing ploy. Because then they go home, and they're not talking about this yellow hotel or how great the, the hotel was, or how soft the bed was, or how warm the water was, or any of this, or the pool, they're talking about the Popsicle hotline. They're talking about the all-you-could-eat candy bars. They go to their neighbor, and their neighbor says, oh, I'm thinking about going to Disneyland. And they say, oh, you've got to stay at the Magic Castle Hotel. And they're thinking, this must be like something connected with Disney, because it's the Magic Castle. They have no idea. It's this kind of like motel. This hotel in the middle of nowhere, uh, I mean, it's, it's on a street that it's not connected with the actual property, but it's got a Popsicle hotline and you've got me at Popsicle hotline. So every time I talk about it, my kids drool and they get so excited. Now, if I as a business, let's say they started said, well, you know, we're a little down on our, our inventory here. So let's attract business travelers. Let's run some, dig- some traffic. So traffic would be like digital ads let's just go ahead and run these to some business travelers and pick up some extra, some extra dollars. And so they do that. Okay. Let's say they do that. 
and it works. They get business travelers in. So here I come. I'm getting excited. The next day, I've got this big pitch. And I say, whoa, like, I am so ready. I am relaxed. And I'm going to go to bed at 930. I'm going to get a great night's sleep. And then the next morning, I'm going to get up super early. I'm going to get to get some breakfast. And then I'm going to be off to my meeting. What would happen if that were the case? So at 930, I would I would go to bed. And all I would hear would be kids outside yelling, screaming, having a good time, eating their popsicles. The family next door would be eating their their candy bars and playing with their stuffed animals. And they might be partying until 11 at night. And I'd be so frustrated. Now, when I go to get up the next morning and I'm taking my shower and I'm ready for the meeting, the family wakes up. And now they're mad because who's this person next to us who's up at five in the morning? I'm like, gosh, I'm on vacation. And so now they're frustrated. And the hotel is like, whoa, what's going on here? I, I can't please anybody. But the reality is they strayed from who their target audience is. Now, had they just stuck with the families and gone deeper into the families, they wouldn't have created that disconnect. And so that, that's an established business that's created a disconnect. So think about how often we're doing this in the early stages of our business when we haven't nailed down exactly who our target audience is. So we serve multiple people, and then we get into the space of, gosh, I'm not serving anybody. When you serve everyone, you really serve no one. When you serve everyone, you really serve no one. So opening that space of possibility and saying, who do I get to serve? What do they want? And going deeper, 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 deeper. That's where the, the real magic is, no pun intended. That's where we create the success in our business. So we look at our target audience, and it's got to be aligned with our vision, which is why vision up one. So then we nail our target audience, and we say, this is who I'm going to serve. And then, and only then, do we move on to step three, which is our offering. And remember what we said, in our left hand is where our target audience is, and our right hand is where we want to be. So if we've gone through stage two, step two, and we've nailed, we know exactly who our target audience is, we've completed step that our left hand, our left hand is complete. We know exactly what that looks like. And then when we get into step three, our offering, that's when we understand, well, what is it that they really want? Where do they want to go? What do they want? And this isn't, it doesn't have to do with stuff, right? A lot of people say, oh, I want a car. I want a, I want a big house. I want a, I want a pool or whatever. Those things, it's not about that. What your target audience really wants has nothing to do with things. It's about what they really crave deep down. And that is levels levels of listening, and we did a show a while back about what people say and what they really are, are intending. And when you understand what they want, that they buy from that space. So it's like a gift. People give you gifts, but they're really covered in poo. So I've talked about this on the show too. Most people aren't willing to dig down and understand that. And when you do, that's when you understand where they really want to go. Okay, so where they are, where they really want to go. Now, when you're in step three in the offering, and you understand where they are and where they want to go, then we create the offering that serves them. So in the case of the Magic Castle Hotel, they said, oh, family travelers, cool. We'll offer them a popsicle hotline. And then the marketing just creates itself because now everybody's talking about it. They created buzz. They created buzz. So PR, public relations, is all about buzz. Public relations is earned media. It means we're not buying it. Doesn't mean there's not a cost associated with it. There's an investment associated with it. We are certainly putting time and energy into public relations. We're just not buying it like we are with other media. 
Okay, so so the Magic Castle Hotel figured that out, and they said, if I do something incredibly unique, other people will talk about it, buzz, and then I'll get other people to come. And so for you, I ask you, what is your popsicle hotline? What's the thing that you create that's so unique and, and so exciting that people just want to come back and experience it with you? They're so lit up and on fire about the experience that they had with you because you created it that then they want to create it. They want to have they want other people to have it. So they're willingly talking about it. So that's the difference between five figures and six figures. Once you understand who your target audience is and you get super tight about where they're headed, then you get to add these fun things like the popsicle hotline. And that's when people start referring their friends and family to you. You're not paying to get target audience. You're not paying to get new clients. They are walking to you because you've created an experience that's so amazing that why wouldn't I want to gift it to everyone that I know? Okay, so when you ask yourself, gosh, I've gotten to five figures, but I haven't gotten to six figures, what's in the way? I invite you to look deep into your target audience. Who are they? Tell me everything about them. What do they want? And then flip over to the right hand where are they headed? What's possibility? And your offer gets to align there. And when you, when you master that, that is when you fly to six figures. That is what I'm not holding you back. I am like, you are, you are running forward as fast as you can. All right, guys, we are going to go on a quick break. You're li- listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. We'll go on a quick break and we will wrap this up and talk about all the different challenges that may face and how we can break through them. All right, guys, talk to you in a second. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Risa. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson. And guys, I am so excited and lit up about this conversation. And Jen was in the chat room and she was just saying, I know I need to niche down and I've been putting it off because I don't know exactly who my target audience is yet. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Jen, for posting that. And this is what I hear all the time. And there's something underneath it. Okay. So, so let's go to what's underneath it. And this is the trick in business is that we hear one thing, okay? And remember what I was just saying before break, something always underneath it. And if we go to what's underneath it and uncover that, that's where the breakthrough happens. 
So when we see that I know I need to niche down, what a lot of people come to is they say, well, if I get too specific, are there enough people that I can serve? Which really a scarcity conversation. Remember, you guys they know, and this is a, going into leadership topics again, but scarcity versus abundant mindset. We live in a world with a ton of people. I mean, there are so many people in the world that there will be, trust me, there will be enough people for whatever you want to offer. Okay, so is it possible to get really too tight on your audience? Sure. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, but it rarely, I mean, rarely happens. If you said, I'm only going to serve adult males that are 32 years old, that are married, that have two children, their wife is four months pregnant, which drives a blue uh, F-150 with leather seats and uh, has a steering wheel cover, that I mean, like, that's, okay. Now we're talking. We're a little too niche now, okay? But most people are not that niche. And so what actually stops us from, from niching down is that we say to ourselves, I'm going to get too tight. And right now, it's, you know, when people are handing you their credit cards right now, it's really hard to say, no, thank you. No, thank you. I'm going to really focus here, so no, thank you. And I'll tell you, <laughs> the very first time I really experienced this, this guy, uh, he was he was very kind, uh, but I knew something wasn't wasn't right. This relationship wasn't going to work. This is years ago. He guys, he wrote me a check for ten thousand dollars as a down payment for the services that we create for him. Ten thousand dollars. This check it sat on my desk, and I just uh, there was there wasn't even anything about this guy. I could I didn't know what it was, but I knew that I couldn't serve him. And I called him up and I said, I'm so sorry, but this isn't going to work out. He says, why not? I said, you know, I've just learned that I get to trust myself and uh, I'm not able to move forward with this. And going into that space was really, really tough for me to hand him back that money. But guys, what I now know is he was not my audience. He was not my audience. And had I gone down that path, it would have been a total distraction. And the money was the thing that got me like, Ooh, maybe I should go down this path, but the services that he wanted us to perform, could we? Yes, but it was not our core offering, and it would have been distracting. And the money, the $10,000 down payment, it was like $120,000 contract, something like that. That would have been really distracting for me, and it would not have served us. And so I trusted and said no. And I had that also happen uh, on a much smaller scale with somebody who wanted a logo early on. And I noticed he was, he was complaining about a lot of things, a lot of other providers, and we weren't going to be the one for him. So it was easier at that point to say no. But when we niche down, what we're really saying is, okay, we can be specific because we're calling forward the audience that matches and is in alignment with what we are offering. And when we get super late about that, that's when our audience can see us. So the, the, the more niche we are, then they say, that's me. She's talking to me. I want to be there. But when we target everyone, we're really targeting no one because we can't identify. We can't identify. Now, that incredibly laser example I gave you with the man in the blue Ford F-150, if we just stopped there, a man that drives a blue Ford F-150. Okay, so are there as many Ford F-150s that are blue? Maybe. But if I said a white Ford F-150, my gosh, my husband drives a white Ford F-150, so that's why it's on my mind. There are so many white Ford F-150s. There are 
everywhere. That's the most common color. So if I just said, for example, I'm going to target everybody that drives a white Ford F-150, they'd be like, great, I drive one. But if we're super specific about it, I, dr- I target the people that drive a Ford F-150 that are male, that are married, that have kids, and I stop there, that's a different story. Now, like, that is me. Whoa, she's speaking to me. Okay, and so use that, hear that, strip away the Ford F-150 and all that, but use that example and say, how specific are we getting in who we target so that they're able to raise their hands? And here's the key, that we can see them. Because if there's 100,000 people in front of you or 100 people in front of you or 50 people in front of you and one person's raising their hand, it's really hard to see them. That one person's in front of you, just that person, it's really easy to see them. You won't miss them then. And so that's why it is so important to understand who your target audience is and how to attract them. Because remember, once you know who they are, your left hand, and you know where they want to be, your right hand, then your offering is right in the middle. And you are the journey. You are the guide. So don't sell the roadmap. Sell the possibility. Sell the possibility and roll them into the possibility and they will want to buy the roadmap. They will have their credit card out. They will be handing it to you. Yes, they will be handing it to you. So how do you create possibility? Well, gosh, guys, that's a really fun topic too. And if you want to know more about these conversations and you want to dig deeper into what we talk about here on Profit Launch, join us in Profit Launch Club. Okay, join us in Profit Launch Club. That is our membership. You go to ProfitLaunchClub.com. But I'm there. We have bi-weekly strategy sessions, kind of like this, where people actually hop on. You can see we get to really run into your business and applying these strategies and tactics to your business so that you can break through exactly where you're at. Okay? You can break through exactly where you're at. And guys, I've got a fast member rate going on right now. It's $199 a month. I don't know how long that'll last. So if you're listening to this a year from now, you probably won't get it. But if you are, Go grab it and go hop in and play and have fun. I, I can't wait to meet you and hear about what you're creating because now is the time. I started business, my first business in 2008 in the recession, and I believe that now is the time to launch, grow, scale, and succeed in business. Okay? You get to create that. I can't thank you enough for being here today. Every Monday, I'm here. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Lisa. Kathleen Reason will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Would you like to be on the show or do you have a show idea? Go to KathleenReason.com forward slash radio. Have a great week.